Yesterday we did Ois Chas of the Maimer. In Ois Chas of the Maimer, we explained the mitzvahs in the category of Chukim, the mitzvahs that are beyond logic. What's their advantage over the mitzvahs that are in the category of Eidos, the mitzvahs that are symbolic. So we said that ultimately the mitzvahs which are Eidos, which are symbolic, they represent the Re'usa Deliba, this depth of feeling in the heart, which is so deep it's beyond anything which is graspable with seichel, with intellect. You can't understand it with intellect. And it's with that that you're able to really grasp someone else. If I want to properly appreciate Doran, how do I appreciate him? Just from my heart. With my intellect, I could appreciate his qualities. But his qualities is his chitzenius, it's his external. It's not his essence. To appreciate your essence, I could only appreciate with my essence. And there is the reusa deliba, that feeling deep inside of the heart of every single Jew that's attracted to Hashem. And it's on that level that we grasp the essence of Hashem. When we sit and we study and we reflect and we understand, we're connecting to Hashem, but what we're connecting to is chitzenius, external aspects of godliness. But we're not connecting to the essence of Hashem. It's with the Reusa the Liba that we connect to the essence of Hashem. So that's the Edis. The Edis are connecting to the essence of Hashem. They're a testimony to the essence of Hashem. They project they channel the essence of Hashem here into the world. When we do these mitzvahs, when we put on tefillin, talis, and so on, then we're bringing godliness into the world. However, being that it's coming from a re'usa deliba, from a feeling inside of the heart, so that itself is imperfect, at least from the perspective of the mimer we're currently learning. There's an imperfection there. The imperfection is that I am part of the equation. Even if I'm part of the equation in a very subtle way. Not, it's not about me. It's about Hashem. I want Hashem. But if I'm part of the equation, then that little subtle being part of the equation already takes away from just Hashem. And this is in contrast to Chukim, which is the divine service of Kabbalah accepting the yoke of Hashem on my shoulders, that that's pure godliness, just Hashem, nothing else. There's no me in the equation. It's just about Hashem. So in order to be manchishit a little bit, what I told you yesterday in order to like make it a little bit more practical, what I told you yesterday is that Eides are sort of similar to the idea that one plus one is two. 
while chukim is the idea that one plus one is one. That there's only Hashem and nothing else exists. Even though I'm part of Hashem, but I'm part of Hashem as being part of Hashem with nothing else existing. Now we continue with the ninth chapter of this Maimer, Oistas. In Oistas, we're going to bring across this idea in more emphasis and we're going to do that several times throughout this chapter. But one point is the main point of this chapter we're about to learn. And that is that when we're dealing with essence, when there's really essence, like the proper essence, then there's only essence. There's sometimes that you're experiencing something with outside energies. And then there's more than just that thing. There's the energies that are being used to connect to it and so on and so forth. But when there's essence, there's only essence and nothing else. That's the point. Let's learn it a little bit and we could discuss it more. Let's see. In Just before we jump in, when we were talking about from Ois we didn't say within that Ois that there's like a... Because we said within the heart is uh, that we're calling for the Eidois, but we didn't say there's anything essential within us that's calling for Kabbalah's all, or we did? It's not. If there's something inside of us that's calling for Kabbalah's all, then there's still me part of the equation. Kabbalah's all means... Eliminate me from the equation, so to speak. And it's just about God. You might think that that's horrible. You're just erasing me. But you're not really erasing me. It's where I'm connecting to Hashem so deeply that I'm completely one with Him. It's the greatest unity, the greatest intimacy. Where, it's, where I and Hashem are completely one. And therefore, it's all about Kabbalah soul. How do I know if that's what I want? If I can't reason it out? Or it's not, it's not about what you want. Hmm. It's not about what you want. As soon as it's about what you want, there's a deficiency there. Because what you want, even though what you want, when we're talking about Ratzin, if, if you're cold, close it. If you could close it, it's okay. If, if we're talking about what you want, then even if what you want is um, an expression of deep, deep inside of you, a very strong level of rutsin of will, but if what's what you want, then that could change. Theoretically. Technically. It's never going to change. It won't be different. It could change. It's limited. The level of etzem, of atzmos, of true essence, can never change. It always is. And there is no other factor that can possibly alter it, um, uh, adjust it, 
push it off track, etc. As soon as there's any outside element that's part of this equation, it can be pushed off track. And that's the advantage of chukim. Edis are so beautiful. They're so meaningful. They're so romantic. They are, right? Edis is the romance of Judaism. Mishpatim isn't the romance of Judaism. Don't steal. Chukim are certainly not the romance of Judaism. Paraduma. There's no, nothing romantic about a paraduma. Shabbos. Tfilin, Sitzis. That's the romance of Judaism. Edis are so romantic. They are. But romance at the end of the day is not marriage. So what is marriage? Well, it depends on the mimer we're learning. Mm-hmm. Izzy could tell you that often marriage is about the mishpatim, washing the dishes, right? Taxes. Taxes. Um, but on this level, we're going to the opposite extreme and saying, no, the marriage is the chukim, the essence, that essential unity, that essential oneness, that this is just the way that it is and it can't be any different. And there's nothing else that matters. Nothing else that matters. Because we're talking its essence, and in essence, nothing else can matter. That's what we're going to be explaining now. Okay, so let's learn a little bit, and then we'll ask more questions. The difference between the divine service of Edus those mitzvahs which are um, uh, a commemorance, a, a reflection of something. The difference. La to the divine service, the chukim of mitzvahs which are completely not understandable. Hu dugma sachiluk, it's similar to the difference. That's between them in the mitzvahs themselves. In other words, if you look at the difference between the divine service and you look at the difference between the mitzvahs that fall into the category of edis and that fall into the category of chukim, you'll see that these two differences align with each other. Now we're going to explain this statement. We'll understand this. According to that which is known, There exists Ratzain on an essential level. The Ratzain of mitzvahs is an essential Ratzain. If you think about most of your Ratzainis, most of your desires, most of your desires are not essential. You want to eat. Why do you want to eat? Yum. What? 
Yum. Yum. Okay, because he gets pleasure out of eating. Why else do you want to eat? To not be hungry. To, not be hungry. to give alive. you strength. To what? Stay alive. Okay, to stay alive. All of these are not an essential ratzin. If you could get your pleasure through a button and your um, uh, hunger satisfied through um, uh, a massage and you're staying alive through a little pill, then you'll all be happy and you won't need to eat. You don't really want to eat. What you want is something else. It's bishvil. It's for the purpose of something else. It's for a kavana shetushlam. For some objective that you want to fulfill through eating. But then there's an essential ratzin. I'll give as an example the one that you just said. To stay alive. You want to stay alive. Why do you want to stay alive? There's no because. There's no because. There's no purpose of staying alive. You want to stay alive? That's a ratzin atzmi, an essential ratzin inside of you. You want to stay alive just because you want to be alive. It's what? Eza. A- any. Eza kavana. Some objective. So that's an essential ratzin. Why? Because you are you, you are your life, your life is you, and you therefore want to stay alive. That's an essential thing inside of you. The ratzin of mitzvahs is not a ratzin for a bishvil. There's no bishvil, there's no purpose in the ratzin of mitzvahs. In other words, when you put on tefillin, what happens? Delightful things occur. It, you, you can't begin to fathom what happens. Were you ever in Disneyland? Mm-hmm. I don't remember ever being there. Maybe I was as a kid. But in Disneyland, at the end of the day, they have a beautiful fireworks show, right? Unbelievable. It's just so geschmack. That fireworks show that happens at the end of the day in Disneyland does not compare to the unbelievable fireworks show that occurs every time you put on film. When you put on tefillin, there are these fantastic things that are happening here below. You know, they, they, they did a study that uh, the straps that we strap really touch the right pressure points, whatever. Other yadir name, whether or whether not, it doesn't matter. But the, there are physical effects, there are spiritual effects, and higher and higher and higher. The fireworks show that occur every time you put on tefillin, Misha. You cannot begin to fathom. If you were to experience that, you wouldn't want to take your tefillin off. You'd be so just connected to the tefillin if you knew what it accomplished. However, you do not put on tefillin because of that reason. Or more specifically, Hashem did not give you the mitzvah of tefillin in order to generate those fireworks. Why do you put on tefillin? Just because. Just because. That's what it means. It's a ratzin atzmi. It's an essential ratzin. That's not bishvil eza kavana That's not for the purpose of any other objective. Tushlam completed. Be fulfilled. 
The objective of mitzvahs, mitzad ratzin zeh, as a result of this ratzin, hu ha-mitzvahs atzmam. When we're talking on an essential level, the objective of the mitzvah is the mitzvah itself and nothing else. Just to put on tefillin. What, what's the point? What's the point? What's the point? There's no point. The tefillin is the point. And that's very deep. Why is that very deep? Because that means we're talking about atzmos, essence. Because, like I told you, essence means nothing else matters. If there's anything else that matters, if there is a bishvil, if there is a for for something else, it's not truly essential. Something which is truly essential is not for anything else. Umizeh move on. From this is understood. This that mitzvahs draw down and reveal the essence of godliness into this world. That's what the edus of mitzvahs are. The testimony of mitzvahs. What's the testimony of mitzvahs? That we are testifying to the existence of the essence of Hashem. Now we're talking way powerful levels over here. We're talking the essence of Hashem being testified by my actions below. However, it's still a bishvil. It's so that there should be a revelation. That's not atzmos. Atzmos doesn't need for anything. Doesn't need testimonies, doesn't need revelations, doesn't need anything. And if there's any of these things, it's not atzmos. Even though how do Tvilin testify to the essence of Hashem? We discussed that. We spoke about that. Because why else are you putting on Tvilin? When you see Moshe wearing Tvilin, then you know that Hashem commanded him to put on Tvilin. Because why else would he do it? When you walk into a home on a Friday night, a Yiddish home, and there's the beautiful glow of the candles and the 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 magic of the Kiddush and of the Nigunim and of the Shabbos food and of the Devetera, it's just, it's so special, it's so beautiful. It's testifying to the existence of Hashem above. And indeed, it's testifying to the essence, to the essential will of Hashem. But that's not the essential will itself, because the essential will itself has no bishvil. And if there's a bishvil there, then it's not the essence. Mikal Makim, nevertheless, this is what we're going to read. This is something which is happening through the mitzvahs. It's not a reason. We don't put on tefillin. It's a, the reason for tefillin is because tefillin accomplish X, Y, Z. They're taking your Jewish blood pressure. That's if you want the reason, right? But that's a reason. Here, Adis, it's not a reason. That's Mishpatim is a reason, a practical reason, a technical reason that you could relate to. Adis is not a practical, technical reason that you could relate to. But nevertheless, the fact that 
we're saying that it is a testimony for something else. It's like a reason. Just like the mitzvahs of Edus are ones which you could appreciate after you're given the proper context of them. This is like a reason that you're able to relate to. That through doing the mitzvah, there's gilui, there's a revelation of Hashem's essence. The true idea of the essential ratzin of Hashem, the ratzin atzmi, of the essence of Hashem, is in the mitzvahs themselves. That means, Tomer, when you put on tefillin, why do you put on tefillin? No, because... It's, and it's more than that. It's not just because Hashem wants you to. It's because you have to put on film. That's like asking you, when you breathe in, why are you breathing in? You're breathing in. You breathe. You're alive. And you're breathing in. Why are you living? I'm living because I'm alive. I'm living because I'm alive? That's a circular answer. And that's exactly the point. There is no answer. If there's an answer, that makes it external. And it has to be something that doesn't have an answer. So yes, yeah, so you're saying that, that it's not like, there's no like an order to kind of saying. As soon say, as you give... Order to like draw down. As soon as you give anything, any, even if it's a really amazingly transcendent thing, it's still not essence. The essence of one plus one is one has to be that it's the same one that you had before, even though it's now one plus one. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's not truly one plus one is one. It's one plus one is one point one. And that's already something different. That's already the beginning of one plus one is two. And uh, that's not the same, but still a derivative of one plus one is one plus one. And that's not what you want. You want one plus one is one, one, one. That's it. That's it. Nothing but one. You understand? Zehu, and we're going to continue over here. So, so, so this is the first idea that we brought down is that the mitzvahs of Edus have a bishvil. They have a objective. What's the objective? The objective is to to be witnesses, to testify to the existence of the essence of Hashem. But since there's a because, that means it's not the essence itself. And this is in contrast to the mitzvahs of Chukim. The mitzvahs of Chukim, and similarly the Aveda of Chukim, the divine service of Chukim, is a divine service that has no bishvil. There's nothing that it's for. It's just itself and nothing else. And now the Maimer continues and explains, This is why the Aveda of Edus is the Aveda of Reusa de Liba, that Ratzin of the heart that we spoke about yesterday, which is a very, very, very deep level, but it's still not essence. There's still a feeling. And feelings, feelings, Chabad Chassidus is allergic to feelings. Chabad Chassidus doesn't want any feelings. Feelings are false. And I'm sorry, the psychiatrist won't agree with me, right? (laughs) (laughs) Feelings are false. Ultimately, I shouldn't say feelings are false, they're not really false, but feelings are external. 
Feelings are not essential. And Chabad Chassidus wants us to connect to essence. You're talking about an essential love, though. Uh, we're talking about more than an essential love. We're talking about an essential essence. Uh-huh. That's it's like a complicated problem because don't you need to have emotion to have Absolutely. And that's why there aren't just mitzvahs which are chukim. There are also mitzvahs which are edis and there are also which, mitzvahs which are mishpatim. And amongst the mitzvahs is the mitzvah to love Hashem and to fear Hashem and so on and so forth. Absolutely. But you still have to know you still have to know that when you're looking at Judaism through the feeling level, you're not looking at it from the essence level. And there are mitzvahs which are chukim. And those mitzvahs which are chukim, they're reflecting the essence as the essence without anything but the essence. And that's the point which the Maim is teaching us. A very, very deep point. This is why the Aveda of Edis is the Aveda of the Ratzain of the heart. And the Aveda, the divine service of Chukim, is the Aveda of accepting the yoke of Hashem. The idea of the testimony of mitzvah. Since Edis, what is Edis? Edis means testimony. What's testimony? Testimony is a revelation of something that you don't know. So the whole concept of testimony is about hamshacha drawing down vigiloy and revelation. Therefore, the vessel for this is Ratzin, desire. What is Ratzin? Ultimately, Ratzin is the attraction to something. When you feel an attraction to something, that is Ratzin. Shegam HaRatzin Shemitzad Etzem HaNeshama even the Ratzin. That's coming from the essence of the Neshama. He Tnua de Hamshacha Vespashtos is a Tnua of Hamshacha Vespashtos. That means there's different levels of Ratzin. There's a Ratzin which is coming from the desire just that your belly shouldn't be hungry. And so much of us would so prefer if we could just take a little drop of man and satisfy everything that we need without gaining any weight and without having to use the restroom and so on and so forth, without having any of the um, unnecessary byproducts of food, right? Mm-hmm. We, we, we would so prefer that. That's a chitzenyistikaratzin an external ratzin, but there's sometimes a ratzin which is coming from the essence of the neshama. It's an essential ratzin. It's not a, a ratzin for something else in order to achieve something else. It's an essential ratzin, but if it's a ratzin, <coughs> excuse me, if it's a reusa deliba, <coughs> a feeling if there is a feeling over there, then that feeling, by definition, is going to have 
a certain draw, a certain pull, a certain attraction. That draw, that attraction means that it's not the etzem, the essence itself. It means it's the etzem with something else because attracted means to something. There's something else. So this is what the, this line means. Shegama ratzin, even the ratzin shemitzad etzem and neshama that's coming from the essence of the neshama. He tnua. It's an expression, a a movement of the hamshacha v'hispashtus. It's an expression of hamshacha drawing down v'hispashtus and spreading out. It means it's not just a point of essence. Essence. How much space does essence take up? Takes up no space and all space. It doesn't take up space. It takes up no space and therefore it takes up all space. Essence is not something that takes up space. As soon as you have hispashtus spreading out, which in the parentheses it says is mitzius existence, that means you're not talking etzem. You're not talking essence because essence doesn't spread out. Essence is everywhere but nowhere. Vahakli le'inyan hachukim, the vessel for so again. So the vessel, so to speak, of edus is that reusa deliba deep inside of your heart, which is beautiful and romantic, as we said earlier. It's so special. It's so deep, but but it's still something which is not essence itself, but the vessel of chukim. Of the chukim, the mitzvahs which are called chukim, shahu ratzin atzmi mamish, which is an essential ratzin, literally, shalemayla megiloy, that is not revealed. That's why we don't know the reason of chukim. That's the whole point of not knowing the reason. Not knowing the reason is what the chukim are about. They're chukim so that we should not know the reason. We don't know the reason because that's how we're able to have the chukim. We want not to know the reason in order that we should be connecting to this level of chukim, which is higher than revelation. And what is the vessel for that? How do we hold on to that? Who habitl the Kabbalah It's the bittel of Kabbalah Sal. The bittel of Kabbalah Sal. At the end of the day, though, isn't Kabbalah Sal a choice? What? At the end of the day, isn't Kabbalah Sal a choice? Sometimes Kabbalah Sal is a choice. And sometimes Kabbalah soul is just a reality. A reaction. A reality, not a reaction, a reality. I have Kabbalah soul. Sometimes it's a choice. I'm choosing to have Kabbalah soul. I'm choosing to listen to you. But at the same time, I could rebel against you. I could decide not to listen to you. And what are you going to do to me? <laughs> How are you going to affect me? <laughs> so that's one level. Um, the that, that's the bittel of Kabbalah soul. but there's an a, 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 I'm sorry that's the choosing of Kabbalah soul. but then there's a Kabbalah soul which is just the way it is I'm not choosing to have Kabbalah soul. I'm having Kabbalah soul because I can't not have Kabbalah soul because that's my mitzvah is that I it's am not, it's not taking on it's just what? Well, it's not, taking on it's, it's not something it's you could take on. It's the bittel of Kabbalah Sol that means that I am in this state of bittel. 
שביטול שמצד עצם של המיילה מכל עניין דסבשטוס. It's a bitl that comes from the essence which is higher than any idea of hispashtos, of being spread out. That means you're not spreading out at all. Now, at this point in the Maimer, we answered the questions that we asked in the eighth chapter of the Maimer. And we're answering, first of all, that the difference between Chukim and Eidos is that even though both of them are essential, they're both connected to essence, however, the Eidos is drawing down and revealing the essence while Chukim is the essence itself, which is higher than anything. And that, that's the first idea that we're explaining. The second idea over here that we're explaining, the second question which we asked over there, is we asked, what's the relationship between the mitzvahs which are edish, like Shabbos and Tefillin and so on, and the idea of the divine service of Edith, the the, the the way that we serve Hashem in a way of Edith. And the answer to that question is that the mitzvahs of Edith is a testimony to Hashem, which is the words that we used in the Mimer were bedugmastam, they're like a reason. It's, it's similar to a reason, which is like the mitzvahs of Edis, which are similar to a reason. In other words, even though tzitzits don't make any sense, but put into context, you're able to appreciate why we wear tzitzits, why we wrap ourselves in the talis, and, and how it's a hug of Hashem. It's similar to mishpatim in that sense. Correct. Okay? Okay, let's move forward. Ois Yud, the 10th chapter of this Maimer. Now we're going to go back to the idea of Zmiris Hayili Kacha. Earlier in the 6th chapter of the Maimer, we explained the Zmiris Hayili Kacha. In the sixth chapter of the Maimer, we explain the Zmiris Ha'ili Chukacha um, on one level. Now we're going to explain it much deeper, based on this idea that we just expounded on. Let's see. This is why David HaMelech said that the mitzvahs are like a song for him. That the intention of David HaMelech with this who lishlal is to negate loy rak ha'inyan de mishpatim, not just the idea of mishpatim. In other words, he's not coming to say that specifically the mitzvahs of chukim are a song for me, and not the mitzvahs of mishpatim, the logical mitzvahs. Elagama in the Edis, also the idea of Edis, which exists in mitzvahs, that that also doesn't reach this level of a song for David HaMelech. Again? To negate. And the reason why is, because even though the Edis are so deep, and so beautiful, and so wonderful, nevertheless, on the level of Edis, there still is an existence. Not just because of 
a person shagam haratzin shaloi shalemayla tam vidas reusa deliba hu metzias. That it's not just that because the person is feeling it. In other words, from the side of the person, there is that feeling that he feels the reusa deliba. He feels the ratzin of his life. So that means that he exists. Feelings mean I'm here, right? Allah gamitzat ha mitzvah shabadargasedis, even as far as the mitzvahs themselves on the level of Edis are concerned, mikivon sha and yanam, since the idea of these mitzvahs, huam shachas vegile are in saif ba'ilam, is drawing down the infinite light of Abishtar into the world. So if you're drawing something down, then that means there's something else. You don't draw yourself down into yourself. You draw yourself down where there's someone who you need to speak to, someone you need to communicate to, someone you need to connect to. Isn't that what waking up is? Something outside of you. Not necessarily. You could be inside of yourself or you could be there in a way of giloy to someone else, for something else. That's a bishvil. That means it's not etzem. The amitis v'shleimus ha'akara shekal ha'elamais b'teilim b'metzias l'gabe diktok echad d'teira. The true recognition, the amitis v'shleimus ha'akara, the true and proper recognition that the kol ha'elamais, all of the worlds, worlds are b'teilim b'metzias. They don't matter. Compared to one slight nuance of Torah, who dafk the 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 proper the the, the fulfillment, who dafka b'hadarga dechukim, it's specifically on the level of chukim. It's specifically on the level of chukim. On the level of Edis, you can't say that the world doesn't matter at all. I want to remind you what we said earlier in the Maimar. What's Mir Sayyiluchukacha? So the simple meaning is that David Amalek is running away from his enemies, he's suffering terrible persecutions, and by learning Torah, he's able to calm himself. He's able to rejuvenate himself, right? Then we said, a deeper level, how is he able to rejuvenate himself? How is he able to achieve this level of complacency despite the horrible um, the, the horrible challenges which he's facing? It's because he recognizes the beauty of Torah, the shvach, the, the praise of Torah, that the whole world is insignificant compared to Torah. Right? That's what gives him that complacency. That's what gives him that comfort. The comfort is derived from recognizing that the Torah is more important than everything else. So anybody that wants what's out there, you should know. Your table is greater than their table. What you have is much greater than what they have. If you study Torah for one moment, it's more than all the wealth in the whole entire world, etc. 
it's better, it's it's more powerful, and so on. So this is what David Abelach was able to achieve. Now the member is coming and saying, to have that appreciation, that Torah and the slightest nuance inside of Torah is more important than the whole entire world, doesn't come only except from Chukim. Because in Edus, even though Edus is appreciating the depth and beauty and power of Torah on such a deep level, but at the end of the day, Edus is about testifying to the world about how wonderful Torah is, about how wonderful mitzvahs are, about how wonderful Hashem is. That means that the world is important because you want to testify to it. So you can't say that the world is completely unimportant. And if the world is important, then I'm going to have a little bit of pain. A little bit of pain from not connecting to that importance, not having that importance from having to suffer from the world. To achieve true and proper comfort can only be achieved when you're connecting to the essence. Let's read inside. The true and full recognition that all of the worlds are completely bottled by Metzias, they're completely not important in comparison to one slight nuance of Torah. Specifically on the level of Chukim, that on the level of Chukim, this nuances of Torah, there's something essential, they're not Bishvil, anything else, because of their essential connection to Torah, and because there's something essential, they're completely higher than the world, and therefore the world is unimportant. You understand? I don't want to trivialize this idea but I'll tell you a thought that I had that uh, again perhaps will be mamachish will bring it down in a way that's more in our terms rather than in the lofty terms of Chassidus I remember I was in Tzfas once Tzfas you know is all built on a mountain um so I was in a house over there in Sfas. Um, the house was owned by the father of an alumnus. And that house was built into the hill. A very interesting house. And when they bought it and they were expanding it a little bit inside in the basement area, whatever, if you could call it the basement or, it was like mamish digging into the mountain. Now in Tzvast, there was a earthquake about uh, some 500 years ago. It was a terrible earthquake, which <laughs> had t- terribly devastated Tzvast. The, the, there was a terrible devastation that came as a result of it. And uh, they still are finding sometimes things that uh, were were like from that earthquake when they were excavating the kitchen, where the kitchen is in this house. The kitchen is like a cave. It's like Mamish being inside the mountain. When they were excavating the kitchen, they 
came across a couple who lived there at the time of the earthquake. Okay. And they were killed in the earthquake. Uh, they were they were buried in the earthquake, and the, the, they were found only then, hundreds of years later. They're together. Or and they were the, the couple were like the, the the skeletons of the couple were locked in an embrace. What? It, it may have happened in other places too. This is what I was told in, this, in the house. That's what I was told in this in this house in Sfas. I don't know. Um, so this idea of a couple finding comfort in each other and nothing else matters. Nothing else is important. Is that, again, I, I don't want it to trivialize the idea of the Mimer, but it's a little bit bringing across what we're discussing. That finding comfort, as we said, in this essential relationship, our togetherness is the essence of who we are, and it matters more than anything. And therefore, the world can literally be falling around, falling down around us. And it doesn't matter because we're just going to take comfort in each other. And we're able to face whatever it is. It doesn't matter. That's the Zmiris Ha'ili Chukacha. The level of Chukacha, of essence, is able to bring you to this level of just pure comfort and calm and not being affected by anything else around you. That was the thought that I had in, in, in order to understand it, in order to, to bring it down a little bit more. But, uh, okay, Zehu, this is it. We'll, we'll stop over here for today. What happened in Pompeii, the same thing? The, yeah, like okay, word no. for word, there's a statue yeah. of the museum, the two guys, uh, t- two people in the cage, and I just thought it was... Uh-huh. I don't know. So. This is what I was told when I was in that house in But yeah, I know how people... Okay. I'm sure it's happened many times. Before, in the, in the it, it definitely has happened many times. This was just uh, mm-hmm. what what came to mind. Uh, mm-hmm. It happens in any mm-hmm. proper relationship. In any essential relationship, in an essential relationship, you're able to strengthen and comfort and just face anything because you have an essence which is deeper and stronger than any of the things that you're facing. But that's only from the level of essence. As soon as something else matters, my car matters, my phone matters, my bank account matters. Anything outside of me matters. As soon as the world is a mitzvah, so then if my bank account is low, it's going to bother me. If my health is affected, it's going to bother me. Where you see this essential relationship, that's chukacha. Nothing matters because you have chukacha. So in the previous place when we were talking about this, more so of the line, along the lines of like, David Melech was astonished by Hashem's power about how he was affecting reality. 
But now it's more so he's being astonished by how he's affecting himself. He's saying that I'm astonished by Tyre because Tyre is essentially me as opposed to Tyre is essentially the world. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's yeah. correct. I think so, yes. Here's the primeval analogy. Okay. Have a wonderful day. Take care, Michal. Bye, doctor. Bye, uncle. What's the word? The muscle to get to the